On today's episode of Locked On Avalanche, we have our morning leftovers for the Avalanche and Bruins game. The All-Star Games around the corner. Voting for players is going on. But a rule that just has to end when it comes to this All-Star Game. We'll talk about that. And is Kyle's favorite non-Avalanche player on the market? I think if you're watching on YouTube, you see by his expression, he is hoping that he's willing this into existence. New episode of Locked On Avalanche coming out. You're Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Make sure you're following us on our social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram, threads, questions, comments, concerns, opinions, Locked On Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us over on our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. And make sure you are subscribed to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. When you do, you chat with Kyle and I one-on-one. Become one of our very special insiders. And we get your opinions on everything Avalanche, which we share on this very podcast. Um, all right. Yeah. We're going to save the Zegris talk for last, sir. Can you? Are you going to be able to hold out for like 20 minutes uh, until we can talk about that? This is Nas all over again. I, I don't know if I can, my heart can handle this, but I'm I'm here for it. Nas ends in Z and Zegra starts with Z. So this is just a continuation. I have a whole cork board with red string bringing uh, this all together. Yeah, this is uh, always sunny. You got the whole thing going all over the board. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll get to that in a little bit. The all-star game. We'll talk about that uh, starting. Well, we'll start before we get to the leftovers. Uh, there was a bit of news coming out, kind of big news, if you want to say, uh, in the Avalanche world, that Arturi Lekkinen is going to make the road trip that the Avalanche are about to embark on. Um, that's big. I mean, it's it's a it's a pretty what is it five game road trip? I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so no talk on when or even if he will play in it, but if he's making that trip. You have to feel pretty good at one of those games. This isn't a two-game or three-game road trip. It is a pretty sizable road trip where you're you're kind of feeling like okay, like and he's been in practice and he's been getting hit in practice. So it just you get the vibe that if he's making this trip, maybe it's not in the first game, or maybe not even in the second game, but maybe somewhere in the middle, like maybe he finally makes his return, which is great for the Avs and great just in general because that was just an ugly, ugly hit or not, you know, into the boards that he went. Um, so to see him come back is just kind of a relief on many different fronts. So we'll see. And, you know, if worst case scenario, he might make a good backup goalie if push comes to shove. So. Oh, God. No, I mean, we don't need him there. But, but, but no, that's it's re- it's refreshing to see. And it, and we talked about this. I remember last year, remember on the Canadian road trip that the team yeah. went on, like yeah. the bonding experience, like after that huge win against Boston in a shootout, this is something you want to be talking about on the plane, on the bus, on this road trip. You want to be bonding over this. Like this is one of those character building road trips. And to have Lucky a part of that, that's what you need, especially if he's going to be a part of this machine going forward into the playoffs you yeah. want lucky on board so his presence there it's going to be incredible 
He's a fan favorite, a team favorite, and I can't wait to see him hit the ice again. This road trip's a little bit different than last year because last year they were struggling. Like yep. they, they were just losing. So it was kind of like, let's just get away from home. It's we, we yeah, the whole bonding thing on the road. This is, you know, you're where you are in the standings is right towards the top of the standings, but it's coming off of a very big win against a very good team. And that is, you know, all right, now we're going on a trip. Let's continue that. It's a different type of bonding, but you know, kind of in the in the same realm of we're going on a trip. Let's just continue that. We don't have to worry about, you know, the the home market or the home crowd right now. We can just focus on the game and away you go. And when that kind of like bleeds into, you know, kind of these leftovers that we have from the Abs and Bruins, it's not that I forgot like an is not on the team, but they're doing all of this without him. They're doing that. Yeah. Last year it was like we had so many injuries that it was just impossible not to remember we're out this guy, we're out this guy, we're out this guy. But you're 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 still plugging along here and it's been so long. Like he's missed like 20 something games, which is just hard to fathom that he's missed that many games, but it makes sense, right? <clears throat> so you're missing him. You didn't have Miles Wood in that game, Josh Manson. Like you you do have some injuries, nowhere near what last year was. But specifically with Lekkonen, like they're doing this, and every time I think of like, oh yeah, they don't have him back yet. Yeah, just, just you know, that's just a boost for this team. So the fact that he's making the trip, that that's kind of like where I was with like my leftovers is like, wow, like yeah, like you, you, you again, not that you forget he's on the team, but you, you, you forget that man. Like once they get him back, they're only just going to improve. And you know that's that's a wonderful thing. Like last year, it was significant injuries for long periods of time and like Lekkonen is I think the longest injury the Avalanche has sustained to date this and year with, yeah yes oh, and yeah. with man without Landis Gug I hear everybody right, typing right, away you know, like we right, know right. we know we know about Landis Gug um but it's like everybody else's day-to-day -day. like Manson could plug in anytime like Miles Wood bring it on like mm -hmm. so to have a full healthy roster and you beat the Bruins the big bad Bruins without key members of this team speaks a lot and like i i like that as part of the leftovers and where i want to go with the leftovers real quick mm -hmm. uh, we've georgie won a game so we're going to stop dogging on him for a little bit so everybody goes to the 2c question mm -hmm. right watching that game do you not think it's about time to bump Ross Colton up to that 2C and put him with Drew N. With Drew N? Yes. Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm kind of big on like riding like the hot hand. And the way that Drew N is playing right now, I have no problem with him being on the on the top line right now. Um if you know, I I don't I'm not I wouldn't be against I I love Ross Colton. I, I, I think so. I, yeah, I think this is about time where we start kicking the tires on that. Like I know Rijo, he's got one less point than Ross Colton right now, and Druin's got twenty one. Mm. So, like, I would you you're talking about riding the hot hand. This is kind of where you put your lines. You're riding hot hands, and it's tears of hot hands. And whatever you do with that top line, that's fine. But I, mm -hmm. I kind of, I think it's about time to bump up Ross Colton and whoever he wants to bring with him up to that second line. He's been there a couple times. It's not like his his you know number one spot, but I don't know. Um, no, I mean I wouldn't. I, I I like his game. I like how he plays. So, and with uh, what Rijo brings, I think that would only 
help the third line, especially if you're going third line matchups, like having mm. Raijo pulling faceoffs on a third line matchup. I think that would be really beneficial to the Avs really rolling deep lines into yeah. this road trip. Whenever you bring a guy down, like like someone like Ryan Johansson, like veteran, been around for a while, it's not just going the way that he wants it to go right now in Colorado. So whenever you bring a, you know, he's expected to be that two C, and when when someone like that's not, and you, in a sense, give him a demotion, whether it's the third line or fourth line. If it was me, I would take that as like, okay, like where I've been in this league. I, I, if I'm going down there. I should be the best on on that bottom six by far, mm-hmm. so, and then and then that can just build up your confidence if if you do prove that and become the best on you know a third or fourth line. So we'll see we'll see what happens. I, I you know I don't know if if Miles Wood is going to be back. That kind of throws a, some a wrench into some things here with Jason Poland. I didn't see that they sent him back down, did they? I didn't. I, did I, I didn't did see I, it either. I don't know if I missed it, but I don't think they sent it. So he maybe he's making the trip, which maybe means Miles Wood is not ready yet. <clears throat> um, we'll see. We'll see where all this goes. And the other thing that stuck out with me real quickly is um, everybody talking about this Pasternak uh, shootout shot <laughs> and and i i mean i don't watch a ton of bruins games but i think you were telling me and, and i did see it somewhere else but he has tried that before or it's just a quick like you know just catch the goalie off guard try to go five hole um and it just looked that maybe he didn't get as much like mustard on it as he wanted to and it's one of those things we were just talking about it after the show yesterday like if he pulls it off it's like oh my god the man is a genius uh, because nobody else does that. And if he doesn't pull it off like he did, everybody's talking about it as if, like, what did he do? Just phone it in on that shootout? So I'm getting kind of a kick out of people being on one side of the aisle or the other for, with this thing. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those. It's beautiful when it works. And when it doesn't, yeah. everybody kind of laughs. But everybody laughed at the knuckle puck. And look, the Ducks won the Goodwill Games <laughs> off of it. Um, from our subtext people, we didn't get to him yesterday. Uh, just because it was so busy, but we got a few from uh, from the game. Vargar, uh, I said, now that felt like a playoff game. Intensity all mm. the way through for both sides. LOC had my favorite Avs goal of the year. Just sheer determination and will. The Avs played with skill, speed, and attention to detail. Uh, I love to see that effort going forward. Thoughts on thoughts on our, our good friend Vargar's comments. Here. Yeah, I absolutely agree. That was a complete 60-minute game, top to bottom. Like it was it's hard to find something where you're like, I don't know about this. No, this was a really good game against a quality opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, Easton, who by the way, Easton, I'm gonna call you out here, bud. You did say they were gonna lose this game four to two. So I, I give you Shame. credit for that. Shame. I, but, hey, hey, I give him credit for for you know. <laughs> being true to himself but he said crazy game not bad defensive uh effort with jones and malinsky and if we could just get that one uh back-breaking save these games would feel not so anxiety ridden and then he has a hashtag still have faith in georgie jones and malinsky that sounds like a true detective pairing (laughs) is that (laughs) Or, or or like a law firm or something like yeah. that. Jones, Jones yeah. Jones and Malinsky, we're here yeah. for you. Uh, Madam Battleaxe, uh, man, I thought I was at Wimbledon. <laughs> Back and forth game. Georgie was uh, in the zone. He had a great game. Both goalies were amazing. 
Uh, I couldn't believe how much time the top line was on the ice, averaging 30 minutes. That's amazing. Top star for me was Devon Taves. He was just fire tonight. Let's keep this going. Got Vegas next. I uh, got to clean up some little mistakes, cut down on the turnovers, and then I uh, can't wait to hear the show, obviously. So, yeah. Um, what was the one thing that she said in there that was uh, – the one the thing was funny. But uh, Taves, that's the other thing that, that I, I still am – uh, anybody that wants to listen about hockey, I'm telling them about the defensive clinic that Taves put on. I, I'm still thinking about it. It, was, it know, was a thing of beauty. And with games like that, he might not have the C on his sweater, but he is the defensive leader on this team. Kale McCarr is out there doing his superhero thing, but Taze huh? is the leader of the defense. And he is that, especially with those young guys like Jones and Malinsky, mm-hmm. like their fault. Like if that's your example, you're only setting up the, the next generation of Avs defensemen off on, yeah. the, on the right foot. Uh, and then Keegan said game was a slugfest and went to OT with the winner by nuke. Just need to get the score right next time. I guess his, uh, so he said six to five in OT was his guess. You were close. You were close. Uh, great game by the abs. Everyone played well. Georgie showed up when it mattered. Team came out of the gates with a playoff hockey drive. Overall, great win at home and a necessary win before Vegas comes to town. That's true, man. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you, not that the abs would be looking ahead. You're not you're not dismissing the Boston Bruins at all, but you know you lose that game and then you just have that weight on your back. Like okay, now Vegas is up next, so you get that win, lightens the load a little bit, and then you feel good going into another tough opponent during this this hell week that the Avalanche had or this hell stretch that they have. So yeah, makes you feel good. Yeah, and you don't want to see this playoff type performance again in February. You want to see them carry it to the Vegas game. Yeah, so. Um, all right, let's get into some all-star talk a little bit. Um, even though I hate it, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you're not crazy about it. I think you like no. it more than I do, but, uh, cause I, I don't think anybody despises it much as I do, but, uh, let's talk about it and a big problem that the NHL has with it. And we'll discuss that coming up next. Right now we're going to hear from FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapped up. But you can still get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets. And those bonus bets are guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right. You get $150 in bonus bets when you place a $5 bet. You get those bonus bets, win or lose. App is super easy to use. There's many different ways to bet, like the live same game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to make your first bet a triple play. Love it. Love it. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. We are kind of in all-star mode. Kind of people are getting excited about it because now we we know, excuse me, that the the all-stars from the East and the West, one player per team, which I guess was adopted by Major League Baseball. I don't think basketball doesn't do that, do they? There's, no, there's no way that they can do I don't, that. I, think I don't enough, think so. enough roster player. Yeah, maybe they do. I, whatever. I, I, I know baseball does it. Um. And hockey has now adopted it. 
baseball, I kind of understand because you can you can get through all of those guys during the course of a game, bringing guys in and out. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, of roster spots available on a Major League Baseball team, which you can expand for an all-star game, for an exhibition game. Hockey's a little bit different. You're doing this, this, you know, you've changed it up a little bit. You're still doing the three-on-three, I think. Um, but they're they're going back to the the draft, the fantasy draft, which is fine. But this this one player per team rule has to go. It must go, Kyle. And this is is why, and it's very simple. Because now what we've done is we've given one player per team, and for the Avalanche, it's Nathan McKinnon, deserving, fine. But now we're voting on who the remaining players are. And I think it's eight skaters uh, that get in East and West. So what do we have to do? We have to vote for guys like Kale McCarr to get it and Leon Dreisaitl to get it and Nylander to get in, who is leading the forwards in votes right now. And Artemi Panarin to get in, who's having a fantastic season even though he said he's not going to go because his wife is expecting a child during that all-star break. Um, who else is on here for the goalies? Uh, you know, Swayman Georgiev's on it. Georgiev is fourth right now, by the way, in uh, goalie voting. And you oh. know, what another thing I'm going to throw out right now for you, because this is his last year. And this is, this is what like all-star games are for, right? For, for guys, Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah. Exactly what they're for. For yeah, put him in there. It's his last season. He's a Hall of Famer. That is what fans want to see. But you know what we're getting instead? We're getting some player who I don't know who it is right now. Maybe they did announce it from the Chicago Blackhawks because the Blackhawks have a injured reserve list that's you know the the size of like the Empire State Building, and it's almost like a checklist. It's almost like uh, Connor Bedard. Uh, and again, like everybody would want to see him, but he's injured. Okay, he's off. And then you just go down the list of guys who it could be. They're all on injured reserve. So now you're left with a guy who is not an all-star. Whoever it is, take your pick from the Chicago Blackhawks active roster right now. That guy is not deserving of an all-star game. And he's taking a spot away from guys like Kale McCarr, Miko Rantanen, Leon Dreisaitl. The list goes on and on. And, this is and, stupid. It needs to end. And then you get guys like Oliver Bjorkstrand from Seattle who gets selected, and Seattle makes this whole beautiful video about we're going to surprise him with this all-star selection, and he's disappointed he has to cancel his vacation plans. <laughs> like... Even the All-Stars don't want to be at the All-Star game. So we don't need to select every team because not everybody wants to be there. But a guy like that's not expecting it. He's not really expecting it. So he, of course he's going to go make other plans. And, and you know, for, for, I'm seeing some people in, in Avalanche Nation saying like, well, I'm not going to vote for Kale McCarr anymore. Vote for him. I hate the All-Star game, but it, it it's it, – and I'm not going to say it's meaningful to, to the players, but – at the end of their career, when they're tallying all the awards and trophies, all-star games on there. How many all-star games did you go to? Vote for them. They don't need the rest. The all Going to the all-star game is rest. Yeah. Have you watched the game? They're not putting in effort. It's, it's a morning skate. 
So it, I, I don't like I'm seeing a lot of people saying like, oh, don't vote for him, don't vote. For him. No, vote for him because it, it, it is a fan service and fans do want to see that. So send them. But it's just ridiculous that we have to like the the, uh, the there, there's three or three or four top 10 players in the league that have to get voted in for fans to enjoy them rather than the league being smart enough to say like, this is who the fans would want to see in an all-star game. It's the dumbest thing in the world. And it just adds to the stupidity of the all-star game in total. And you know, it's one of those things, those fans that say, I don't want to vote for Kale McCarr. I don't want to vote for Mika Rantanen. Well, I hate to break it to you as fans, the rest of the league, when they see those names up there, they're going to vote for those guys. Oh, sure. Because yeah. you want to see, if you're a fan of the Islanders, oh man, I'd love to see Kale McCarr in a relaxed environment where he's not beating my Islanders. <laughs> or Miko Ranton where he's not beating my Blue Jackets. Right. Like You want to see those players. This is an opportunity. You're not watching 82 Avalanche games. You're not tired of these things. You're not just sick to death of, wow, four-point night, that's awesome. No, th- these are the players that people want to see. So they're going to go in whether you want it or not. And especially with this year, the game being in Toronto, mm-hmm. that's an East Coast team. Those fans don't get to see Kale McCarr a lot. That's right. You know, they don't get to see Dreisaitl a lot. So that, it, it just it doesn't make any sense. It's not an all-star game. No. It, 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 there, there's a ton of all-stars. Don't get me wrong. But like when we're including guys that really are not deserving and we're just checking the box because they play for a team, it's okay. If a team doesn't have an all-star, it's okay. If if Chicago doesn't have an all-star, that is fine. If the San Jose Sharks don't have an all-star, that is fine. It's almost like like <clears throat> excuse me, like the uh baseball hall of fame. Like every year, like there doesn't have to be an all-star, or excuse me, there doesn't have to be a hall of famer going into the hall of fame every single year. It's the hall of fame, it should be selective. But no, we do this thing where it's like, nope, every year we have to put at least one person in because if we don't have that, you know, uh, big event in Cooperstown, that 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 hurts the the community. And I get that part, but come on. It's it's, it's turned the all-star game into the all-representative team. Right. Like man. every team. And honestly, who wants to see Boone Jenner? Why is he an all-star? Because he's been the name that circulated the most around every trade deadline since his time in Columbus. And Boone Jenner is going to the All-Star game. That's about it. Congratulations. Colorado, yeah, the Colorado Avalanche have three All-Stars on their team, hands down. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. And all three of them should be going. And it's it's kind of just laughable that it's probably not going to be Miko. You can, Kamakar will you probably can, get in, but... You can watch uh, Nick Suzuki from the Canadians let him skate around and say, do we want to trade for this guy? Because he's not going to stick around in Montreal. <laughs> All right. Uh, end of the rant there. So it just really, it, Peter Griffin grinds my gears when we, we discuss the <laughs> the All-Star game. Uh, we're going to discuss, are you ready for it, Kyle? Trevor Zegers. Is he on the market? And is this uh, an avenue the Avalanche would go down if he is on the market? We're going to talk about that coming up next. Right now, we're going to hear from Jace Medical. And I know we come to sports to escape. Uh, ooh, hold on. There we go. Here we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life. 
But we just got to talk for a minute about preparing for real life. And according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin. I always love that word, amoxicillin. Just rolls off the tongue. Uh, Right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. And that is scary. We can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if what? I mean, we have kids, Kyle. Imagine if our kids, if we got sick, if they got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication that they needed. And thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. And with jacemedical.com, you can complete your physician encounter and it will be reviewed by a board-certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to prepare than today. So go to jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com and use the offer code locked on and you will get 20% off your order. This could be huge. You order it, put it in your medicine cabinet, and uh, yeah, away you go. JaceMedical.com, order today. All right, my friend. Oh, he's doing the fingers. He's (laughs) he's got the spirit fingers going. Um, Rumors abound, and and take it with a grain of salt because we don't know the, the, the truth. Here's the funny part of it. You and I were talking a couple hours. It's not funny, but um, <laughs> you and I were talking a couple hours ago. We're just doing some pre-production on what we're going to talk about for today's episode. And then I, you know, said, you know, I'm hearing this stuff going around that Trevor, Trevor Zeger, that, you know, the, the ducks might be shopping him might be available. Um, that got you excited. And then what happens 10 minutes later and the game that he, they're playing right now, as we're recording this, he got hurt. And it didn't look good. Uh, he kind of fell like backwards, like on his back. And him walking down the tunnel, he needed a lot of help. So you have all of this talk of Trevor Seekers might be on the block. And then we'll have to wait and see now what this injury is, because that could put a wrench into it. Let's just assume he's okay. And if he is injured, it's not for very long. Uh, and he is on the market. I know your answer, but try to pull your fandom out of this just from a, a business standpoint from Avalanche land. Would something like this make sense for them? Okay. <clears throat> Again, there is no personal feelings in this. This is a Avalanche opinion. No. Um, what? I am shocked, sir. Well, I'm shocked. Okay. Why? This is we're talking trade deadline deal. Like this is this is a trade. They're they're shopping them around. That's wonderful. We have it's one of those we have one of these at home. The John Jonathan Drewin project is our Trevor's Zegers project. Trevor Zegers has seven points on the year. Well, how many games has he played? It's that's the other thing. Why would we have somebody who's having a little bit of injury problems come to Colorado when we're just talking about wow, this is nice that. Lekkinen has been the longest sustained injury, and we're mm-hmm. talking about somebody being helped down the tunnel. Like again, I'm detaching all of my personal feelings out of this because if I was just playing fantasy GM here, like mm-hmm. Zegris fits Los Angeles Kings, like he is LA boy. Like 
it, coming into Colorado, like why would you? I think Anaheim you, would ever trade him to Los Angeles, though. No, that's the that's, that's, division that's thing. The other, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. never going to happen. But that's the prototypical. That's the perfect spot for him. Yeah, I mean, especially twenty-two year old, he he would torture mm. them for years. So oh, it would be that. it would be the best. You have that little rivalry going. <laughs> it's an ESPN thing every time they play. But mm. then for the Colorado Avalanche, it just doesn't make sense. We're talking about the team trying to find identity. Why would you bring in a guy that's He's got cool moves. He's got a cool attitude. But what does that have to, how does that improve your 2023, 2024 Colorado Avalanche? I, the, the, I mean, and now you ha- like, you have to bring in like the injury part of it, even minus like what happened before we recorded this. Um, he, he's caught an injury bug a little bit this season. So he, he's got, he's only got 19 games played, four goals, three assists for seven points. Um, years prior to that, last year, 65 points in 81 games. Year prior to that, 61 points in 75 games. So, um, and and he's flashy. He is very flashy. And I'll so, raise you, they mm-hmm. just traded away the Robin to his Batman, and they got rid of Jamie Drysdale in An- right. Anaheim. So that's that's also not going to help him, but when it like i would do anything like i don't care what his contract to have a trevor zegras avalanche jersey perfect i (laughs) I love it it'll go right Um, next to all my nozzle cadre jerseys but he's just not he's not going to fit in with what the avalanche are doing i i can't believe i'm i'm saying this like we we are on opposite opposite sides of this. This really? is something I would absolutely entertain if I I'm the. This is in their wheelhouse, absolutely in the wheelhouse. And the reason for that is like th- this is like like. Uh, and I'm not saying they're going to do it, right? Yeah. I I don't think that because I you know he he's clearly injured. You have to wait and see what this injury means. So there is some concern there just for this year. You know he's been pretty good up until now, but it's a small sample size. Obviously, the past two years he's played a almost full seasons yeah if we were talking about those last two we'd have a completely different conversation but watching him this year it's rough you have to be concerned like is this going to linger for years to come we don't know yet obviously um but the reason why like this is like arturi lekanen kind of like 2.0 you get a guy who's young or you would get a guy who's young he's got term um, he's got two more years after this year, and then he's a restricted free agent. That is exactly what the Avalanche wants. That is why when we did the Lindholm show, like that's not going to happen because that's not what the Avalanche do. They don't bring in high-priced rentals just to lose them and lose picks and players or prospects in the process. This is more their their speed. And the number on him scares me a little bit. He's at 5.75. Yeah. Um, so you would you would need to, you know, what's going out? Just say um, Ryan Johansson to say it. I don't think the Ducks would want Ryan Johansson because the Ducks are close, right? The Ducks are not it, like, yeah, they're rebuilding, but they're they're getting they're getting there. Ryan Johansson doesn't help them. They would want someone like Bo Byron. That is exactly what they want. And 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 I think if you're the Avalanche, this is why I'm you. I I wouldn't up until now. I would never have the conversation of Bo Byron because I, I don't think there was never any deal that I saw out there that I was like no, I would give that. I'm not doing a rental. I'm not giving up Bo Byron for a rental. Would I give up Bo Byron for Trevor Zegras if it's a healthy Tre- Trevor Zegras? 
Yeah, man, I I, I am entertaining one. that. Um, it would be close. Mm. It would be really re- one, and they'd have to retain some salary because those salaries don't match up. So they'd have to retain some of his salary, and you get Bo Byram because like something's going to happen, whether it's this year or in the offseason on the defensive end for the Avalanche. They cannot keep all these guys that they have, pay them all, and be able to pay the the forwards as well. Something needs to happen on defensive end, and on top of that, you still have some defensive prospects that you have not entertained yet. Barons is one, and uh, Guliaev is another, who he's uh, uh, maybe a year or two away from coming in. So you have that, and then you have Sam Malinsky, who looks like a, a great pickup. For now, I'm just throwing this out here, people. I I love Bill Byron, love him. Um, but you need help a little bit on you know a, a middle six guy. That's Zegras. Uh, my my issue is the injury part of it. But this is the first time where I I am saying on any deal that would include Bo Byram, say like this would make sense. That's where I'm at. I just changed your mind. I can see I changed your mind. Can I? Can you give me Zegers and uh, Ilya Labushkin for Rijo and Bo Byram, or Sam Gerard? Alternate. Sam, Sam Gerard instead of of Bo Byram. Yeah, because Bo uh, Sam, even with as incredible as his play has been, he's got six mm-hmm. points on the year. Sam Sam Gerard. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's. Um, and we're talking uh, Rijo money, and we're talking Sam Gerard money for. Labushkin. I, I mean, it, and, <laughs> and Trevor Zegers. Um, there's your gritty defender, and there's you a two or three C. And then he's an unrestricted Labushkin's mm-hmm. an unrestricted, so you're kind of maybe getting him at a rental price. Um, see, now, now we're getting into interesting stuff here. Yeah. When you pitched that, that's the first thing that came to my mind when you started dipping into the defense. I was like, oh, we can make I mean, it would make totally sense for them to get rid of him because he's yep. unrestricted if they don't feel like they can sign him. And so Sam Sam still has some term. So you're you're going term for term. So got a lot of term. Yep. Sam has a lot of term. I mean, if you're, you're getting rid of, of Gerard and Ryan Johansson, that's nine million dollars coming off of your books right away. And I, I mean that, that's kind of a haul. That's I think that's too much to get just for Zegris. Um, I've really liked Sam Gerard's game this year. Um, Bo Byram is, uh, I, I, I like it. I thought it was going to take another step up. It hasn't happened. That doesn't mean he's playing poorly. But I was expecting him to be, I, I picked him as like my breakout guy of the year. Um, I don't think that's happening, but he's kind of just, it seems like so he's peaked, but he's kind of maintained that level he's had last year. I haven't really seen him take that next step up. If the Avalanche feel like this is all we're going to get out of him, which is good, not great, um, maybe you sell while the the you know his number four overall pick is still you know hanging on his shoulders, and you can get a little bit more for him now. I don't know. Yeah, you tell me, take my personal feelings out of here, and then you introduce something like that, and then it just all falls away. I'm like, oh, but wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Here's a package <laughs> that'll work. Right. It's an interesting one. But I will end it with this, sir. Is this all for not? Because, uh, and I said not, not not for our our, uh, our vocabulary <laughs> experts out there. Uh, Jason Hernandez, our uh, good buddy over at Lockdown Ducks. I had to ask him about it. 
I said, what's up with the Zegra stuff? And he just had one sentence for me. They're just unfounded rumors is what he said. So whatever we're talking about here probably means nothing in the long run. That's, well, that's what he him. wants us to think. Oh, are YouTube. we doing that? Are we doing that? We're having conspiracy theories here. So uh, we'll see. At least it's fun to talk about mm. at the very least. So, all right. That is going to wrap it up. Uh, we will probably be off tomorrow. We have some things to tend to, uh, but we will be discussing this uh, Vegas and Avalanche game the following day. So uh, stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, follow us on our social media accounts where we're tweeting and all that fun stuff during the game, and then we'll talk about it the following day. All right, everyone, it's going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, and we'll see you guys on Friday. Go, Abs, Go! Go!